Man, I feel so bad for a friend of mine. Man, this past week he calls me up and and he's just he's just crying, he's sobbing. Oh. He can tell something's wrong, and you know he and I, he finally opens up to me. He goes, "It's like, man, me and my wife, we haven't slept in the same bed in over a year." Whoa, and I that's a to, long time. And I'm so perplexed. I'm like Lucy and Ricky. Lucy and Ricky never exactly. slept in the same bed. <laughs> they were very happy though, but I was very <laughs> perplexed, and so I had to ask. I had, that begs the question. Where'd you guys get all those beds? Uh, <laughs> God damn it. That was not. Not the resolution you were looking nope. for. <laughs> they live in a bed store, perhaps? They live in a mattress store. There we go. A mattress store. <laughs> they, just, they can't bring themselves to sleep in the same bed. It's a troubled marriage, I, I suppose. You would know. I w- oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, I would know. Yeah. Speaking of troubled marriages, how about that Cody's mom? Cody's mom? I, she, she made it. Married? Is she, she made an honest woman of herself? I hope not. Yeah, that, that would ruin the fun, I that think. That would ruin the, somebody else's life when she's so... <laughs> Much more about giving. She's so sexually, uh, sexually liberated. Yes. Now apparently she made it. She made it back to Toronto to hang out with Rick. Yeah. Just this past briefly, week. Yes. Um, and you know we got to make reference to uh, Zubin's question at the beginning of the episode. Okay. Of, that would be shit. Rick says. Go to shitricksays.com for all the links and subscription. Information. Informations. And so Zubin was like, well, was the was the, was the the homeless man holding the camera or did he join in? Well, yes. Let us clarify. And we need, to, we need to clarify this because it was really, really important. Yes. <laughs> so as always, I mean, as you guys know, because we talk about it literally all the time, we, we, just, we just got done destroying her face, pussy, and ass yes. not too long ago. Uh, but yes, the homeless man, S- Slippery Bill. <laughs> It was Slick Willie. Slick Willie the bum, I think. Slick it was. Willie the bum. I didn't catch his name fully. He Prospector just kept on. Pete. He just kept on s- stammering. Slick Willie. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was kind of weird. Like furiously masturbating. But anyway, like but we, we, we sometimes invite him to come to hold the camera because we right. sometimes we do POV shots. Dead camera work. Dead camera work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. For for a homeless dude who's riddled. <laughs> With the worst drugs, like he has very right. steady hands, and he's got like pancreatic cancer, I think, mm-hmm. um, diabetes. And I heard him saying that when he, as he was stammering on at one point, something like that. I don't have a diabetes. <laughs> I think I heard that too. Yeah, <laughs> but what were you gonna say? Oh, but yes, but you know, once in a while, when we're, when when you and I are feeling adventurous, which is more often than not, really, like we just invite Slippery Bill just to make Cody's mom airtight. Well, and also I reviewed um, her human resources paperwork, uh-huh. and there's a, a full affirmative action clause okay. within that yeah. for this service that she provides, mm-hmm. where she has to have at least one black and one Asian mm-hmm. per. You know, like like if it's a threesome per, per or a foursome type. or an eightsome, there has to be at least one black and one Asian. When, when, if you don't know, when a woman is in love with multiple, three men, multiple men, <laughs> we call that, and, and and those three men are in love with the various fuckholes of that of said woman. Right. We call that airtight. So we we reviewed the human resources paperwork and we knew Slippery Willie was the man <laughs> for the job, and so of course we had to have him. Join in, yeah. and God damn it, it was it was worth it for all your for, for all your swinger party needs. Contact Slippery Willie on Facebook. Um, by Facebook, we mean a book in the yeah. library with a face on it. <laughs> <laughs> you can find him at your local library with his face in a book. <laughs> and at nighttime, he's he's under the the Colton underpass, or they're underneath the train. Yes, yeah, there we go. He's doing a great job. Um, so Just like Cody's mom. You know, hey, there we go. You know, I around, had. Some old episodes of Shit Rick Says pop up in my iTunes feed this week. Did that pop happen up? to you? Yeah. Pop up? Out of nowhere, episodes two, three, six, seven, eight, nine. Like I have not checked my iTunes feed recently. All in like the top ten is missing episode one and five for some reason, and episode three wouldn't play on my iPod. But this is my first time, as most of you may know, I didn't start listening to the SRS podcast until Adam Eminon was... Like his final episode was the first one I ever listened to. Right, and he and we were all part of the um, Podbender network uh, and, and together. When sh- when the podcast started for Rick, 
nobody was on Podbender. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Podbender didn't even exist yet. So this is like my first time getting to figure out that whole side of Rick. This is like 2013 Rick, back when he wasn't an alcoholic. Right. He says that on episode two. I drink all the time, but I'm not an alcoholic. Which is what an alcoholic says. But anyway. And then he tells terrible stories about how alcoholism like made his life very difficult Mm. and that he should probably cut back. But And then four years later. Three years later. Three years later. He did it. Yay. I'm happy for him. So it's just been fun to reconnect with that. But also this Adam Eminon guy. What oh, boy. The, what's up with him? He's a... Uh... I, I assume him and Rick were friends. Yes. Yet they seem very, very, very different people. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the Alpha and the Beta podcast. <laughs> the Alpha and the Beta. That's or is that, is that is that reference too old for you know kids who were born after the 90s? <laughs> there was a grocery store called Alpha Beta. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you don't even know that? I've never heard of that at all. <laughs> it but turned... they, didn't, they didn't have those on tiny little islands in, tiny little islands in the Pacific Ocean. Well, either way, everything about Adam Eminon is like that little tiny person voice in my head that is self-critical. Mm. Like, he embodies that entire little part of me. That's like, you know, 1% of my Take life. Take that personality trait and just shower it in autism. I think so. So it's like it's been really difficult to listen to him, as well as knowing of how it all kind of unfolds. Yeah, back in those and days I'm, of shit, Rick says I, I, there were some enjoyable episodes. I remember, I remember really enjoying it. But most of what I enjoyed was because of Rick. Rick has quite the personality. Yes. And, and if you don't know, we're plugging Rick's show. Go to shitricksays.com. But you and, can uh, hear every time that Rick interrupts Adam, you can feel a little part of Adam die. <laughs> And I think after a year and like what four months that they were together, yeah, like that's how long it took for him to just implode on himself. And he then broke. I checked out that guy's website, and he like did a Twitter post not that long ago, or like a blog thing, like in early July. Okay, and it's like all rambling about like where he has hasn't been around anywhere for the last six to eight months, uh-huh. and he's trying to you know figure himself out. Oh, and then like 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 the tags in the bottom are like gender identity. And, you know, sexual orientation. Mm. And I was just like, I think he might be a, a, a chick. <laughs> he <laughs> might be transitioning. But good for him. Good for him if that's the then case. he's going to be an aut- autistic woman. An autistic woman <laughs> who's never welcomed on our podcast network because we don't like trannies. <laughs> you heard it here first? No tranny chicks on the melting pod. Right? <laughs> I'm trying to think. The dead Bedouins haven't had I'll any. I'll let you guys deal with that information <laughs> as you see fit. But anyway. I'm just saying, it's been interesting to kind of get to know him. Uh-huh. And it's a, like, you know, Rick does well with his co-host now. Yes. It's really awkward with Eminon. Because he's an awkward guy. I think so. But he said he's only slightly Asperger's, which is like, mm. Asperger's is only slightly autistic. <laughs> so <laughs> He's slightly something. I don't he's know. He's slightly not all... Good, right? right, and obviously, if it's his gender identity, then he'll then he'll be cured. Hopefully, he can come out, and then maybe we could welcome him back if we want to. You just said, never mind. I'm just saying, I could change my mind. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, go get, go check out our friend Shit Rick says it's a great show. Yes. Uh, a lot of lot of topical discussions and shit, and, and Rick is a great personality, and I think you guys will enjoy that show. We got some great feedback on our great episode from last week, in which we reviewed. The sudden fifth album by Brand New, long-awaited. Long-awaited. Uh, and much discussed. Go back to our episode last week if you haven't already. Uh, our listener Brandon sends in a message. Great review of science fiction, my dudes. I absolutely love that album. and It is definitely one of my top ten of the year so far. I'm stoked to hear you guys' review of All We Know of Heaven. Spoiler alert, shit. <laughs> uh, another album in contention for my favorite of the year. Also... Sorry Adam has to suffer through the soundtrack of my life as a 14-year-old scene girl <laughs> yes. living in a 26-year-old's body, a.k.a. the all-time lows discography. Hopefully you enjoy <sighs> their more recent work uh, more than the older stuff. Yes, and then I messaged him back regarding yes. that, which was fun. Uh, how he's embarrassed about all of it. And, and we don't blame you. It's fine. 14-year-old scene girl. <laughs> Aren't we all? That band, by their fifth album, they're only 24. Mm-hmm. So... I know. I'm guessing it gets better. I, you can already hear the songs just knowing that information. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, from our listener Brandon sends girl. in this message. Listening to the podcast girl. now, the song 137 is supposedly about our attack on Nagasaki. Ooh. I think they brought the dark side of American history to light here. We often just remember Hi- uh, Hiroshima and that's it. The song is catching some good drama throughout my searching. Ooh. Uh, and then he sends in a follow-up message. 
My favorite song ended up being track five, Same Logic. I also Ooh. dipped into previous uh, brand new albums over the weekend, no specific order, and I found Daisy was my favorite. Nice. Not sure why, just how it played out. It's pretty damn good. I had to go back and listen to it this week as well after reading this email. Yeah. And yeah, there's nothing wrong with that album except that, a couple of songs. <laughs> it's just, I think a lot of people just put a lot through a lot of Filters. unwarranted expectations on that album. Being the follow-up to, I'm sure, a lot of people's best album of all time. Yes. Devil and God. Is that uh, your phone ne- or mine that's vibrating? Not mine. Okay. I don't think so. The next band I'm going to be doing this with is Alkaline Trio. So best of luck to you doing that. Alkaline Trio is a great band. It's a band from they, my youth. Yes, they are from Mike's youth. Yes. Not from Adam's. Adam and I saw them live, uh, what, 2007? Nine? I think it was nine, right? That was in 2008. Eight. At that Gaslight Anthem show. Yeah. Get off the stage, no. Brain Fallon, with your yuck yucks. Nobody wanted to hear that Gaslight Anthem band. They wanted their Alkaline Trio. Bring on Alkaline Trio. <laughs> and granted, that's when the crowd like really woke up. Uh-huh. And giant dudes with no shirts on, holding their beer atop their, mm-hmm. uh, over their heads, hurt, pummeling hurt, through the crowd. I heard this song once. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and did anybody do that for thrice? Oddly enough, no. They played Music Box, and that was the first time, first and only time I heard that song live. It was beautiful. I stood for so many hours. <laughs> Our listener, Daniel, sends us this message. Fantastic episode, guys. You guys pretty much summed up how I feel about this album. I can't see anything unseating it as my album of the year. Pretty much. Yeah. If it's, anybody, it's not in anybody's top five, I'll be in shock. Uh, I'm also happy Adam and me share the favorite track on the album. Ooh. The album is everything I wanted it to be, a great way for the band to go out. FYI, don't listen to this album after watching Manchester by the Sea. It's too much emotion for one person to handle, which I is often know. regarded as like the saddest movie of last year, starring Casey Affleck, oh. Michelle Williams. I had not heard that one. Is that the also, Dawson's Creek chick? No. Michelle Williams? No. No. She was from, um, uh, what's the gay cowboy movie? Yes, that was the girl from Dawson's Creek. Was she in Dawson's Creek? Yeah. I had no clue. I yeah. never watched that show, so get I only know James now. Vanderbeek. 1998 is calling you. I know. You need to get back. I only know Katie Holmes, James Vanderbeek, and that's it. And Pacey. Pacey. And Pacey. From Do- Mighty Ducks? Yeah. One yeah. and two? <laughs> and Cruel Intentions? And there was the hot blonde chick that was James Vanderbeek's love interest until he got hooked up with Katie Holmes. You know how many time, how many episodes I've seen Dawson's Creek? I've seen one. I've seen zero. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the pilot in 1998 oh, and yeah? I said, this is for people younger than me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is a great even review. Though, <laughs> even though all these actors are my age or older, <laughs> this is not for my, my... High school is so important. <laughs> these problems matter. He knew way too much about Steven Spielberg for a 14-year-old. <laughs> Absolutely. Just couldn't, couldn't relate. Well, thank anyway. you guys for, those, uh, for that wonderful feedback. It sounds like, you, from what I'm even reading online, that it's universally being praised as Acclaimed. some of best, best brand new's best work. And how many units did it sell this week, Mike? We'll get there, Adam. We'll get there. So on that note, on that new note, it's time for the news. <laughs> I can't speak. All right, guys, into the feed this week. We got some uh, album announcements, band announcements, some follow-up from last week. So let's get started. Uh, first first up, we have news that I, the Mighty, will be releasing their new album, Where the Mind Wants to Go, Where You Let It Go, Everywhere is Nowhere, <laughs> To Be Nowhere is To Be Everywhere. Uh, another sentence. Another hey, sentence. My, my number one album of 2015. Was the last side of the mighty album? Yes, connector, connector. Great that was album. Their second album. This is going to be their third album coming out October twentieth. Right. So not too long from now, they've released a new song, a new music video featuring Tilly and Pearson. Have you heard the song? I have not. It's have you? pretty good. Okay. It's not catchy, but it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if those could go together. But uh, Silver yes. Tongues is the name of the song. Looking forward to that. It's going to be. Enough. It's going. It's this second half of the year is already. Shaping up well. Oh man, it's already like leaps and bounds above the first half. Can of the we just year. like like delete the first half of the year pretty much, except no, for like two or three because albums? Because Menzingers is there. I've said except like two or three albums. Okay, like we <laughs> should just have a do over on this year. There we go. Sounds good to me. Anyway, well, a band that's not going to be releasing any more <laughs> follow up albums is 
Defeat the Low. <laughs> Uh, they released one now, album in 2013, 14. 14, and you might be asking yourself, why are Mike and Adam talking about defeat the low <laughs> and who the hell is defeat the low? Well, defeat the low is nobody's favorite band, uh, but the, <laughs> except they released... for the president of rise records who's yeah. in the band <laughs> as the guitar player. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we saw them live. We uh, saw them open for the word alive. Yes, I believe. No, was that the Bless the Paul Chiodo show? No, that it was the Dance Gavin Dance December oh, the Rise, show. The Rise Records yes. album. With uh, Alive tour. Like Me. So yes. now that's two bands from that evening that have bit the dust. It, <laughs> wait, one no. album. Wait, Vise opened that night, yes. I think? Not yes. on Rise Records. Great band, though. Yes. Put out um, some new music, you fucks. Exactly. And who else was there? There was four bands. There was oh, no. Alive Like Me, Defeat the Low, Somebody. Secrets. Secrets, yeah. yes. One of so, our many, uh, our favorite unintentional band to see. Two out of four of those bands are done. Yeah. Guess who's next? Secrets. <laughs> <laughs> they got to be, right? Yeah, they're on their third singer. Might as well. Uh, yeah, so Defeat Low uh, just kind of unexpectedly this past week uh, posted DTL 2012 to 2017. Thanks for the memories. Again, nobody's, nobody's favorite band, so I don't really think it's... How, how many sad faces did it get? A, oh, it got a majority sad faces. Oh, okay. But... Yeah, a lot of sad faces. At okay. least eighty six. <laughs> well, that's more than more than half, I guess. Woo! So, I mean, I was kind of looking forward to the follow up. That album was pretty. It good. It was all right. I don't yeah. even remember what I gave it. I remember it was an honorable mention for me, but uh, yes, you know, it was, it, was, it was pretty decent. I, I felt like that band had potential to do something great. And that was the one where I told them like, play uh, that song that I like. What the hell was it called? Yeah, I don't remember. But they were like, I wish we were playing that song. Right. I was like. It's a- <laughs> <laughs> it was like one of my top songs of the year, yeah. And I cannot remember the fucking name of it. I feel like you head. and I were one of the only people there who like knew those songs, yeah. Because that 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 audience had like no fanfare for that band. Nope. Yeah, they were all there for secrets. Best of luck to you guys. And when secrets disbands, I'm sure you'll go join them in the unemployment line. Was that the <laughs> that was the show that you got hit by the guy who was arm swinging? Yes, I got, hit, got in hit my right shoulder, collarbone during secrets. During secrets, yes. it's always during secrets. <laughs> and then. Ten months later, at the Amity Affliction show, you tried to crowd surf during Secrets. And I almost broke my hip. And you nearly died. <laughs> I almost died. <laughs> uh, here we go. So another, speaking of shadow drops, uh, Tillian Pearson, one of our favorite vocalists of today's scene, is releasing his fourth, technically second, this is his fourth solo project, second EP, I guess. It's too confusing. I'm just saying it's... I'm so confused. How many other... second EP fourth release overall and some are under the name Tillian some are under the name Tillian Pearson it gets really confusing exactly but who cares Tillian Pearson released Patient his new EP Uh, four new songs four original songs two remixes from the previous album Future Friends Future Friends there we go thank you because there was a Future Friends EP as well yes it's getting so confusing came out in 2015 dear god I'm glad you remember those things yeah (laughs) I had to look it up I was so confused so yeah we'll be Probably briefly reviewing that in next week or so. Yes, I, oh. I will be listening to it. Yeah. Well, after Wednesday. Okay, I'm already listening to it. Okay. I'm enjoying it. It's nothing new, but I'm enjoying it. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, and if you're interested in some more Jason Butler stuff, they released friend of the show a song. What's the name of this project? This the fever. The fever. <laughs> Jason Butler doing vocals on. We don't believe in shirts, apparently. <laughs> no. <laughs> look, look, so many tattoos. A little bit of tattoos. No tattoos. Oh. It's like a gradient bar. <laughs> they released a new song Something and a new music like video. Uh, we're coming in. A lot of rap, rap core. Uh, and I was telling Adam, if this song came out in 2001, it would be my favorite song of the year. Has <laughs> it got that Linkin Park Papa Roach feel? It's got that Papa Roach feel for mm. sure, baby. Okay. Rap core. Rap core. So are we still looking forward to... Anything Jason Butler, we, mm. we we enjoy. But you did not listen to the song. No, because why would I listen to one song <laughs> because one this time? Might be the only thing he's ever going to release. It's possible, and if that's the case, then I don't need to listen to one song. Oh man, you just don't need to do. 2001's it. calling you, baby. The season finale of Dawson's Creek. <laughs> that was an O two. <laughs> so last week, while we we're reviewing uh, Science Fiction by Brand New, uh, we also briefly touched upon the news that they were already predicting. That the album was going to shoot to number one yes. on those Billboard Top 200. Because nothing else was probably coming out this week, I 
Well, I would hope. Shadow dropped it for sure, but it but it turned out to be true. The the band did, in fact, debut at number one, wow. which is unprecedented for a band that has no major label support. Right. Had no singles coming up. Right. It. No videos. No videos. No promotion. Nothing. Literally, <laughs> they had five days of promotion or something like that. Right. Five days of vaguely saying, "Hey, an album's coming out, and the vinyl will come out in October." Right. And then, well, no, they they announced the album. To come out in October and then released it the next day. Yes. So they had one day of promotion and it went to number one. And even in that day, we didn't have the name of the album. We didn't have the album art. We didn't need it. We did not. We needed one track, 62 minutes, Yep. go. Exactly. And so that's something that I don't think it happens a lot, maybe if ever, in the music industry. Uh, Didn't the the weekend, the weekend, no, Chance the Rapper... Didn't one of those guys did he, like? Did he, did he shadow drop something too? I have a feeling like they got super popular off of no label support. Oh, and you know, Chance the Rapper won Grammys and shit. Oh, neat! So brand news next for the Grammys. <laughs> there we go. It's gonna force them to never break up again. Uh, but so yeah, this the, is amazing. How, and how how much did I say that they were gonna sell? Adam said specifically. I had to listen to, re-listen to the episode. Between fifty to sixty thousand. Yes. The the album Science Fiction ended up uh, ended up being downloaded. 58,000 times. I was right. Man, that was... And that's only because I was reading about the all-time low sales Uh back in 2009 and whatever, seven, and they projected them to sell in the 55,000 range, Mm -hmm. and they did. Yeah, good So I just like kind of assumed, like, well, brand new is about as popular as all-time low. If not more? I mean, for for worse reasons, Right. (laughs) all-time low is as popular as brand new. Haircuts. Haircuts. If and Brandy would just get better haircuts, they'd be way more popular. And if Neon All Time shirts. Low takes eight years off, not only would we be okay with that, <laughs> but then they shadow drop an album. You haven't gotten to the end yet. Number one. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a plan that every haircut band should follow. Uh, but that's, that's not all for the brand new news this week. Uh, something's going on on their website. Yes, and they're, and they're releasing some sort of cryptic countdown, which internet detectives have like <laughs> sleuthed because like these people are smart. They're releasing shit in Morse code. Right. They're releasing shit in like these this this weird like anagram stuff that needs to be deciphered. Yes. And then like because it all boiled down to November sixth. November sixth, something is gonna happen. Um. Yeah. The more the Morse code led back to that. Uh, led back to that date. And then somebody like went back in and looked at the source code of this website <laughs> and found like these um images images from the same by Tyrone Green. Anyway. Yeah, images from the same um photographer who did the album art for um science fiction. Okay. And these are either like outtakes or maybe this is like some new music coming out in November. Another album. Double album. Wouldn't that make sense? Yeah, I mean, come on! You guys made more than just twelve songs, eleven songs. I don't want it to be 12. like the scrap songs that they got rid of, though. It can't be because it you know they made that. more than twelve songs. You think so? In eight years, and then they narrowed mm. it down, and they were like, "Well, we got twenty-four incredible songs, mm. except for that one that my worry like. is that they are the scrap songs from when they made that announcement like a year ago." But if you think positively, right? Then the other twenty-five songs are the scrap songs, yeah, and. These are the the great ones. Wow, but that would kind of be unfair to science fiction because that that this is science fiction part two. This is real fiction, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but I'm like still like uh, when I read this, it's Adam, amazing. Adam posted this on our private Facebook page, and like I started freaking out already. Like what? <laughs> what? We're what? getting more. So apparently, all I needed to do was change. For our bets, yeah. change Brian Fallon to ah, brand new. To brand new. Yeah. That would have been interesting, right? Oh man, <laughs> like that would have been fucking unreal. I know. I'm still holding out on that double album for, from that Brian Fallon. Great. It's gonna happen. <sighs> He's uh. recording an album. <laughs> we'll see if it comes out before the end of the year. Yeah. Anyway, so let's get to the meat of this week's episode. We got a nice, big, hefty review for you guys for for Paris. <laughs> Pivorous is a band from the East Coast, and uh, we, they released their debut album back in 2013. I didn't listen to it until oh, I'm sorry, 2014. I didn't listen to it until uh, 2015 when it, for me at least, started. 
picking up steam. Well, you you put it on your end of the year list. Yes, because and you I said just listen to it. That, yeah, the very very end. Yeah. And you said I think this band is going places. Yep. They got a sound. They got an image. Adam, you probably like it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we hear something new from them soon. Yes, and soon being <laughs> three years from now. <laughs> Only two and a half. So uh, I really enjoyed that first album, uh, White Noise. I had ten tracks, and I think like nine of them are legit bangers. I, I g- keep on giving it a seven. Seven? Seven out of ten. That's pretty fair. Let's not forget that in, what was it, August? No, June of 2015. Yeah. One of the parts of this podcast met one. Half of our podcast. Met one lead singer of Paris. Yes, because in a very awkward exchange. <laughs> it was the best exchange that could ever happen. From one side of that conversation, yes. Who could have had a better conversation than that? Nobody. Let us, let's just walk us through. Mm. Lynn Gunn was being interviewed by some Asian chick yep. for like some teeny bopper thing. And Mike and Adam from the skinny with Mike we're, and Adam was waiting on their interview. We were we were hovering. We were hovering. <laughs> like, hey, there's Lynn Gunn. Let's walk closer and see what happens. Hmm, looks like she's talking to a microphone. Interesting. Mm. And then they stopped recording. Yeah. And then they shook hands and exchanged numbers and made uh-huh. out a little. Yeah. And then Lynn walked away. And I and I said and Mike, I don't know where you went. I was just watching our gear. But you weren't there at the time. I wasn't. I didn't follow. No, I was there. I was watching you the whole time, dude. No, I do. You weren't I there. I swear to God, we were in that little place by the by the barricade. You had probably gone to talk to the media chick, to, so that she could give us all the no, information I that we needed. What happened? I heard the words coming out of your mouth. Hey, Lindsay, I love your hair. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. You did say that. No, I didn't. I heard it say that. No, because oh, man, she walked Selective away. Memories. And then I said, Hey, Lindsay. And then I wasn't expecting her to turn around. <laughs> I just thought she'd be like, eh? and then keep, oh God, on, and keep on running because that's what most women do when I, when I yell at them on the streets <laughs> or in abandoned air, <laughs> yeah. air, airplane hangars. <laughs> Happens a lot, apparently. But oddly enough, she turned around and looked at me yeah. and I had like my, my warp tour guide, like open the, to the, the program, Paris right? one. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, oh, you're looking at me. Oh crap. Um, you, can you, can I get an autograph real quick? And then she said, Sure. And then I was like, oh, shit, this is actually going to happen. Oh, nice. It was almost like, you know, penthouse. I never thought this would happen to me. <laughs> dear, dear, barely legal. <laughs> so I was talking to this 21-year-old lesbian. <laughs> and she scribbled some scribbles on uh-huh. the paper. And then I was looking at her, like, interesting side-shaved side haircut. haircut, which wasn't all the rage like it is now. Yes. So it was, like, different. And I just said... Oh, I said, good set, because we had just seen their set earlier. We did, yes. And then I said, I would recognize your hair anywhere, ah, that's what because I'm an yeah. idiot and a gay homo who <laughs> says stupid things to pretty girls. <laughs> and which, which, in which she responded, huh. okay, I need to go now. <laughs> she just went, she, I, she might have said, huh, but I don't think she said anything. I, I, she just I, said, I well, I got to go now. Yeah. And I was like, okay, thank you. And I did not. I've never seen away. a woman like scurry away <laughs> faster in my life. It's like, That's is? not a knock on you. That was just like, she must be this awkward as hell. And I thought she like asked me like, so what are you doing here? Do you have some sort of podcast that I could like ever be on and you mm-hmm. could review my albums on? Yes. But she didn't say anything about that. So jokes on her. Now I'm going to review her album. On jokes on her, baby. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you get, Lynn Gunn. I've gone on to stardom, and she's not. Yeah. Anyway. Where, where is she? <laughs> on tour with Bring Me the Horizon. <laughs> oh, that did happen, yeah. That did happen. Anyway, but so anyway, now, finally, finally uh, the three album years later, uh, the, we, got, we, we, got, we finally have their new album, which came out uh, two Fridays ago, All We Know of Heaven, All We Need of Hell. And uh, let's get started right the away. Longest then. title of the year? Uh, all We Know... Of laundry, all we need are baskets. <laughs> this is their first song, first single to uh, Heaven. So I remember when this video came out, and there was that two-minute vi- pre-video video. Oh, man, it was two and a half minutes. Okay. So I thought, I was like, yes, new song, yes. yes. It was just literally Lynn walking around this spooky house. And then she With goes, no music. No music. She was naked. And then she, she was naked, and then she put on a part blazer. And then she goes to sit down at a piano. Piano. And then Paris. And then the video ends. Like, and this was like back in, what, May or April? Oh, it was yeah, months ago. like that. Like, oh, God, I hate when people... The trailer for the trailer. Fuck you. But anyway, like a week later, they released a song. Finally. And I loved it. I still love it to this day. It's, it's a good song. 
It's not my favorite. No? But it's all right. Great booming vocals. Great way to start off and uh, introduce everyone to the sound of this album. Because this is definitely a change in sound. A little bit. A little little bit bit. more haunting. uh, A lot... A little bit more... Reverb, a lot more reverb. Yes, um, a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of piano-driven stuff in, in this album as well. Um, there was electronics in the last one too, but um, the, for the most part, it was more of an alternative rock, alternative pop sound. Yeah, it's all about a breakup. Mm, the joys of the breakup. So many, so many heartbreaks. Especially when you're twenty-something. Mm-hmm. You haven't lived until you've had your heart broken at twenty-two. I was trying to figure out which of these tracks were about me. <laughs> You know, random guy in an aer- airplane <laughs> hangar at Warped Tour. You but took my hangar away. <laughs> you mentioned my hair and I felt kind of weird. <laughs> I said I had to go. I gotta run away. <laughs> this is a song about you, man. It probably you're is. Well, you're, like, you're like the guy who broke Adele's heart. <laughs> I'm just saying, she had some cool hair. She did. And it was much different than everybody else's hair, except for Skrillex. Yes. But now You'd everybody has that hair. Anywhere. Everybody has it now. Yeah. Basic bitches. <laughs> and I feel like she's she looks older now, like in a good way. She really looked a little too preteeny. She's a mature twenty five now. Something like that. But like her face has kind of filled out. Yes. But it's almost a little bit more masculine, perhaps. She's got a strong jawline. <laughs> I don't mean yes. that in like a disparaging way. She does have a very strong jawline. She didn't have a strong jawline in twenty fifteen. Baby fat. Baby face. Perhaps. Baby face. Uh, anyway, yeah. great Did song. Did you enjoy the song? Pretty good song. I'll give it a pass. Uh, track two. Half. half. Like the halfway the distance of the airplane hanger of her, her life. I was going to say half the hair on my head. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I was halfway out that airplane hanger before. For some guy with <laughs> a USC hat. Into my life. Like I was, I was like kind of bisexual. But then halfway through the airplane hangar... I knew I was totally straight. I knew I never wanted to touch another man ever again. There was an article on AP saying, like, when Lynn Gunn realized she was a full lesbian. Yes, that was I did not click on it, but I have a feeling that article could have been about me. Again, you're like the guy who broke Adele's heart, man. Man. You're famous. I love the sound of this song. I love the electronics in the background. Um... Already though, I can already tell. Like when I, when I got like halfway through this record, for the first couple times listening to it, not not a lot of bangers. It's it's like consistently above average. It's consistently decent. Yes. Yeah. There's nothing that jumps out and just is like as awesome as. I mean, there's definitely some standout tracks on yes, White we'll Noise. We'll get them. We'll get there. But, uh, but kind of an ebb and flow. Though. You have like strong intro. I think half is a pretty good song too. I love the electronics in the background. Like I said. And, uh, but, you know, then we get to kind of some mellow stuff, which isn't bad. There's, I don't think there's a bad song in this album at all. Hopefully not. Yeah. Pretty long album, too, for only being 10 tracks. It's like 40 minutes. Yeah, but for being 10 tracks, I always expect like oh, yeah. half an hour. True. The last one was pretty short. Or I was expecting more because of all the hype, and mm-hmm. like usually that means like, oh, here's 16 tracks. Yeah. But it, it wasn't. And then you and gotta, that's okay. You got to decipher Morse code <laughs> and find out when our next album's coming out. Exactly. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Decent course, though. You know, it's 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 nothing yeah. to it's nothing to it's nothing that like stays in your head very much. But it's moving into that arena rock element. Yeah. And, and this away is kind from of the, tour. This is kind of like what I expected their sound to like move into, though. The, the, the Paris, especially from their first album, they they always struck me as a band that was meant for superstardom. So maybe this is a step in that direction. Maybe. This is the all-important second album, of which mm, she went through many a mental health breakdown about. Make or break. Yes. Track so, three. Anyone else? I'm sure she's going to love our take on it. Mm-hmm. She's <laughs> listening right now. She's just waiting at her computer, hitting F5 on her iTunes feed. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get that skinny review. This I can already feel is... I don't know what the singles are in this one, but I, this I can already hear is on the radio. Did you ever hear any Paris on the radio from the last album? No. Because, you know, I haven't heard the radio since 2012. Oh, sure. But like you didn't hear it like in public anywhere? No, I have not. I heard My House and Smoke a lot. At Especially your work? At work, I heard My House. Because uh, they play like radio hits at my work on the over the intercom radio. And then like when I'm going shopping at like... 
Forever 21 or H&M and stuff, I can hear like smoke over the radio. Mm. This is definitely a Forever 21 band. Definitely, yes. Just like Lights. Yep. Skin Five years ago, uh, I'm shopping with my then ex-wife and my daughter, and we're at Forever 21. My ex-wife is trying on clothes in the in the uh, fitting room, and then my Lights comes on, toes, Ooh. and uh, my little three-year-old daughter starts singing the song, and ev- like, literally every girl like, turns <laughs> in our direction, and like their ovaries like, just oh drop. Oh my god! Like, oh my god! <laughs> Wow. So that's why we have so many six-year-olds right now. Yeah. You're welcome, ladies. (laughs) They went home and made love that night. Yeah. Thinking of Mike. So this song here, I think is all right. This song is, oh, what are the Cubs doing? They're losing. But anyway. Of course. This song has kind of a weak chorus. I I enjoy it. It's it's above average enough for me. The album as a whole just kind of has that. Like, it's pretty good. Never really jumps and grabs you but it's never your, bad what was your expectation level going into this album pretty high pretty high but I kept on thinking the further we waited for it yeah the less good it was going to be oh so like if it came out in 2016 I would have been like this is this is the right time oh and it's going to be awesome I feel like it's a little too late and I feel like now like just the hype was kind of died down mm-hmm. you know interesting so it's an interesting take especially because we have a bet uh, based on this album as well right track four what's wrong Nothing. How are you? I'm fine. All right, good. (laughs) This is one of those songs where you have no idea what she's saying. That's what I was trying to figure out was some lyrics here and there. I think she's just vocalizing. Very Michael Jackson. (laughs) There's not as much vocalizing on the last album. That's okay. There's like one or two songs where she's just like... (laughs) (laughs) It's just one of those bands where it's like, is anybody else in the band? We'll, we'll never know. No. Just, like, give it like a year or two. They're just going to pull a Gwen Stefani. They're just the blurry guys in the background. Yeah. Right? Those guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those guys in Paris. When the guitar player from Paris moves on to his next band, he'll be like, there's a guitar player in Paris? <laughs> yeah. That wasn't Lingon? Exactly. What? They're going to pull a Josh Farrell. I was like, oh, I'm getting out of this Paramore shit. I got solo albums to make, baby. <laughs> Hold on, baby. <laughs> I'm giving you guys the Paramore album you really wanted. Dun, 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 In 2017, Josh Farrow eats discarded pizza crusts from <laughs> di- from dumpsters. While brother goes back to Paramore. in <laughs> <laughs> Because he has a fucking brain. Crawls back. <laughs> no, I like this song a lot, by the way. <laughs> yeah, this, this song has a really cool chorus. I, like, it's still... All right, though. I, do, I love that line, though. Don't need a don't need a metaphor. I feel like she was writing a song. I was like, I need a metaphor. <laughs> like, no, I don't. Wait, no, I don't. I'm a mature woman. I'm a strong, independent woman. I can get away from men in airport hangers all on my own. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, walk Stay alone. Back. This is a sad song. She's really short. By the way. Jeez, oh yeah, she's very short. <laughs> my daughter is taller. My nine-year-old daughter is taller than her. My, do- nine, my nine-year-old daughter is taller than most people. She's taller than everybody at yeah. this point. She's taller than your wife. Yeah, taller than me. Taller Almost than you. Me. Almost me. She's at my cheek now. <laughs> she's nine. <laughs> she's nine. Mike has been injecting her with beef hormones since she was born. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what? I mean, how can I get all six necessary shots into her cereal? <laughs> so... <laughs> So at Forever 21, was everybody saying, like, oh, your, your midget uh, sister here is a really cute singer? Yes. <laughs> your 17-year-old little sister. <laughs> this is, so this is your typical, I'm, I'm sad, I have to walk alone now because you broke my heart. The song is a thumbs down. Is it a thumbs down? It's not very memorable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all her feelings. Yeah. And we have to give her her space. Feelings are good. To express her feelings. A lot of great art comes from feelings. True. But I can't seem to find anything about this song that really stands out. Other than the concept of the song. Like, oh, now I have to walk home alone now. But it sounds like every other fucking sad song out there. I like this little, this little rap ditty right here. Mm-hmm. 
It pops. This, I think a good place. I think a good way to put it is that this sounds like one of the songs that I wouldn't like from White Noise. Mm-hmm. But on this album, it fits. It does, even though it's one of the weaker songs. Yes, I think we can say. I think we can say now that maybe White Noise was a better album. Sure. Yeah. Maybe. Would you Would you go there? It's on par. Okay. I mean, I can't even like compare them. They're almost different different bands. True. So much growth. <laughs> growth of hair. <laughs> Track six, same soul. Now this sounds like something straight off of White Noise. This is where she's trying to sound like Haley Williams. A little bit. Eventually, everyone becomes Haley Williams. I think so. Haley Williams was sad AF this year too. I like this song. But it sounds like almost a a, a, a direct ripoff off of. Off, there's a song on. There's a song on uh, White Noise that uses this exact same cadence, uses this exact same almost guitar riff. Well, that's how they don't alienate the fans. Oh, what's the name of that song? <laughs> oh boy. Just somebody that I used to know by Gautier. Somebody that I used to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't have to shut me out. <laughs> Didn't have to turn me off. <sighs> Gautier. Yeah. He just gave up after that song, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, if if it wasn't so jarring that this was a, that this was a direct ripoff of one of their old songs, and I think I would be a lot kinder to it. But other than that, like I think it's, I think the song's pretty good. I'll take it. Yeah. It makes me feel... If you're going to rip anybody off, I guess rip yourself off. And then a little bit of Gautier. <laughs> Track seven... You might as well. ...is Winter. Kind of a lull in the middle, middle of the album now. So we have to remember that we're not always going to be... Reviewing brand new. <laughs> <laughs> Not every album can be science fiction, I guess. I know. It's just like you reach a certain level with that album. Everything else just kind of is <laughs> so. If that album never as fun to listen dropped, to. Do you think we would have like been more excited about this? No. No. Really? <laughs> I would have been like, cool. How about we listen to brand new again? <laughs> I mean, I'll listen to it. Sure. But... Sure. Why not? <laughs> now I have to say, I don't remember. A damn thing about this song. I've listened to this album all week. It's a little forgettable. Very forgettable. Which was like also the hard part for me to like narrow down how many songs I liked and didn't like. Because mm-hmm. there was not a lot of change, I guess. <laughs> it's a little samey. It, yeah, it's, it's not it's, that bad, but it's, it's kind of samey. especially in the middle. It's very samey. Um, yeah, but I but I feel like the songwriting is fine. I, I but I don't think the musicianship is as has evolved in any way. They just kind of added some darker some atmospheric electronica elements. Yeah, some darker well. atmospherics at the end. Just, mm. Which I, which I think is fine. I don't think they were a band that needed to change. It's kind of what so I was much. expecting. Yeah, you know, but it didn't blow me away in the same yeah. way I would have liked it to. Mm. But. Not everybody can be brand new. <laughs> Not everyone can be brand new, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, let's move on to my favorite song of this album. This is track eight, No Mercy. Oh, yes. I love this song. Probably probably the standing out. Yeah. Standingest out. That would be, I would be very shocked if, I, if this didn't turn out to be a single one day. This, oh, this song... This is Phantom of the Opera. It is, <laughs> yes. This song is a legit banger. Legit banger. Now, these are the kind of songs that I expected Paris to... Right for their second album. I'm glad we at least got one. Other than Heaven, I think this is like the most energetic this album gets. Yeah, but you know, when you're singing about feels, sometimes you got to keep it on the dark. Yeah, dark end. but we can we, we can be angry too. We don't have to always be sad and walking home alone. I know. If Bayside taught us anything, it was that. Yeah, well, exactly. Learn from Bayside. Like this, this song is going to play well live, of for sure. Show me no mercy. Ah, booming voice. That's something else that I was kind of disappointed. With. Like, I don't feel like Lynn 
in this album kind of uh, showcased how great of a singer she is. It's mm. mostly just whis- it's mostly just whisper talking, whisper talks. Well, I'm she's, sad. She's getting over something. Mm. The next album will be more of the rock anthems. But with but with uh, well, Mercy, you sh- we, she's proving that you can be sad and boisterous at the same mm. time. I think she'll carry that into the third album. Okay. This was like th- this is the difficult album for them. Yeah. Because it got so much hype, and then it took so fucking long for the second yeah. one. Well, they were just touring nonstop. Because, I know. Because of, I think, the band's image. And I'm sure they had more than just ten songs yes. that they were working on. <laughs> well, they released the uh, the special edition of White Noise, which had, like, two new songs on it. Dos. Two! Which weren't even that good. No. But God, I love this song. This song is a legit banger. I'm going to call it this is... I'm going to put this in contention for one of my best songs of the year. Do it. Number 12. Track nine. Separate. Separate? Separate from that Separate. guy. guy <laughs> Separate the- from that guy <laughs> in the airplane hangar. Quickly and as politely as possible. <laughs> as to not cause a scene. He was I've wearing- already had to have one guy tased on this warp tour. Let's not make it two. <laughs> he was wearing an Amity Affliction tank top and a USC hat. Yes. <laughs> Gotta watch out for those USC guys. I think he was he was at least 30. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he was at least 45. <laughs> I can't even comprehend being that age. I'm 19. <laughs> <laughs> fellow youths. <laughs> Hello, fellow teens. We're fellow here teens. to warp tour with you. <laughs> so yet another song that very forgettable, unfortunately. It flows like a flowy <laughs> Florida, flowy Florida song. I feel like No Mercy should have at least uh, been bumped up in the in the track listings, just to kind of break up how droll the middle of the album is. Uh, the the end of the album kind of follows the in the ebb and flow of of the middle of the record as well. For dramatic effect. <gasps> <laughs> so, you know. That's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's kind of what we expected. Didn't blow us away, I guess. Well, I expected more. So, I guess mm, if I'm disappointed okay. in this album, it's my own fault. Worst maybe? album ever? Well, we're not there yet, Adam. Okay. <laughs> Track 10 is Nola 1. I like this song. This song is pretty good. It's a good closer. It's a good closer, but then the album just kind of ends. But it's been 40 minutes. I know. It's about that time. <laughs> I mean, technically it's time to end this album, but like thematically, the song just ends and you don't get any indication that the album is over, except that your iTunes says it's over. Not everybody can make a seven-minute closer that drowns out into darkness <laughs> and floats away in a brilliant Brand new, you've magnitude. literally ruined every album from here on out. What the fuck is wrong with you? Man. Uh, so... On that note, how did we feel on All We Know of Heaven, All We Need of Hell? So I'm going back and forth on Walk Alone, because you know, it's got that little, that little hip-hoppity kind of thing in the it's middle. Got a, it's got a neat verse. So it's like, I go back and forth on that song. So on an up note, I'll give it an 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. On a down note, I'll give it a 7 out of 10. It's a lot higher than I thought you were going to give it. I thought you were going to be like in the 5 range. What about you? Mmm... Fairest album ever. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to break my own rule Uh-oh. and just say album ever. Album ever. It's an album. Yet to be determined. Album. Yet to be determined. So yeah. somewhere between honorable mention and worst album ever. Honorable mention for sure. <laughs> well, uh, I was high, I was very much expecting this album to be, especially the release of Heaven, uh, to be in my best albums ever because I was. And White Noise was an album that I listened to over and over again, even to this day. And uh, where he he finds the time, we don't know. I go to the gym for how many hours? (laughs) Sixteen hours a day. (laughs) No, I listen to a lot of albums at work as well. That's right. A lot of times I'll just be like, for a full work day, I'll just listen to my top ten best albums of like 2014. Or like I'm in a 2015 mood. I'm gonna listen to the best albums of 2015. I guess that makes yeah. sense. It works, buddy. It's one of those jobs where you don't need to take your headphones out at all. Sometimes <laughs> I go to a lot of meetings though, and I've been, I've been, I have more, a lot more responsibilities now. So he I puts one, my one earbud in the ear. Yep. 
Like, oh, yes, sir, that sounds like a great profit margin that will uh-huh. be circulating. Yes. Reports, numbers, spreadsheets. <laughs> Staples for life. <laughs> <laughs> When's retirement? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm, it does, this album is disappointing, and, and I think because of my own overhype, I feel like. Stop but, overhyping. But even if I take the hype glasses out, off, uh, I, I do feel like some of the songs aren't as good as they could be. I think there's a good album in here, but eh, it's hard for me to it's, it's hard for me to just give it brownie points just yeah. because I like the band a lot. Well, unfortunately, we have three years to wait for the next one to see yes. how redeeming it is. Yep. But what's been any of the consensus of the fans? Have you Ooh, looked? I have not that checked up? any online reviews yet. Okay, neither have I. So I guess we will wait and find out. Because yes. what's so our we, bet? Our bet, my bet that I brought to the table is that this band will not break the top fifty on yes. Billboard. And I said it will. Yes. Because it's going to debut at number seventeen. Right. Next week. With oh, the song is still going. I had no, I, I had no idea there was like no chorus. Thirty thousand. Copy sold. 30,000. Okay. Number 17 is what you're... Number okay. 17. That means you will get a point. And Can I get a bonus point if I get those right? <laughs> okay. Exactly. We'll call it there. Yeah. So if it's, if it's exactly number 17, and would you say 30,000? 30,000. 30, okay. I'll give you, I'll give you a 10,000 uh, uh, breathing room. So if it's 40,000 so or 20, in between 20 to 40,000. That's a pretty big breathing room. I was going to oh. go with exactly 30,000. Exactly. No more, no less. <laughs> right. 30,002? Oh, sorry, man. You know, oh, yeah. no, no point for you, man. I was trying to give you more points. And you're like, nope. I, I'm fine with it. I don't need it. I'll take your wide margin. <laughs> right. That's what Cody's mom has. And that's Very what I wide like. Margin. I, I mean, like her wide margin. Like, like the, one of our favorite things to do is to both like step into her. <laughs> Like a potato sack. We weren't supposed to tell Rick that because that was our. That was just our thing. <laughs> Don't let Rick know that. Well, Rick's a lot bigger than us, so I think like, I he might enjoy it. And he's got all that hair and and archery equipment that he has <laughs> to take in with him. So, so Rick, if you need an extra quiver when you're going <laughs> archering, when you're going archering, let's bring Cody's mom. Just like sling her on your back, put your arrows in her, and just like you know, there you go. More than in one way. There's. Oh, I bet oh. That's, that's his favorite part of Robin Hood Men in Tights. <laughs> An archery contest. <laughs> God, I love that movie so much. It's the best. Oh. It's the best movie ever. And oh. I'm sure that's Rick just watches that on a loop. Carrie Elwes. Remember he does the Patriot Arrow? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Early 90s references. Nobody gets it anymore. Oh, well. Dave Chappelle. He chose that movie instead of being... Instead of being Bubba. Bubba yeah. and Forrest Gump. Because he said that movie was going to bomb. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it sure did. <laughs> so, can, you, uh, can you imagine going to Bubba Gump's and it's like Dave Chappelle on the wall? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was born with big gums, sir. <laughs> uh, but so if you guys have any, if you guys want to share your thoughts uh, for the new Paris album, all we seem of to know of something, but we need to know this instead. All About Heaven is the Scientology of Hell that we have. Yes, the one. Yes. Uh, so you can contact us over on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash skinny with Mike and Adam. Or you can email us at skinny with Mike and Adam at gmail.com. Speaking of that, before we go into our sound off. Gmail. We need you, because we got two more episodes left into our big 250. God, this is taking forever. I know, right? <laughs> we should stop hyping it. Are you sure? Yes. I'm pretty sure, like... Episode 247 was like three weeks ago. Because <laughs> <laughs> I keep saying every episode is 247. Uh, but we've got two more episodes until a big 250. Um, we would like your guys' help with that. Uh, we re- we want to do a big Q&A session. We have a handful of questions as of right now, but we would like a lot more. Uh, you guys want to talk to us, ask us questions, uh, send us some comments. You, even if it's something like, hey, good job. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just, just feel free to uh, send us uh, uh, any... And if you happen to be in the YouTube neighborhood, yeah, check out a little a documentary called Adversity AF. Yes. Um, Please do that. Click on click on it and watch it perhaps to the end if you would be so kind. It makes a lot more sense if you listen 
to drive by Curious's music at drivebycurious.bandcamp.com. But all you can free. enjoy the documentary for what it is, I feel like. I'm sure you can enjoy it as much as all of Adam Eminon's music, which I haven't listened to yet. He has music. I'm going to listen to it. Oh, no. He's got so much information on his website that he hasn't updated since, like, July. But okay, he does music. He does blogs. He did, like, a talk show for a little while. Whoa. I know. He's, like, really, really trying and no one's listening. And nobody's <laughs> listening, I guess. But it's oh, probably well. because something about that gender identity. Mm. He's got to get that right first. It's like, I like this guy's music, but if only he was a woman. I think that's what helped us, mm. is that we finally accepted our gender identities. Yeah, we, 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 this, this, this show used to be called Skinny with Michelle and, and, and Eve. Eve. Yes. <laughs> Michelle and Eve. I was Eve. <laughs> and then, uh, but we were like, this isn't working, Eve. We, we, we got to change it. We need to be who we really are. And it worked. So we went to the afternoon sex change clinic, <laughs> and like literally three hours ago, three hours later, we have dicks Wait, and balls. You, you, you got the full change? Yes. I just got the hormones. What? I know. I'm still a woman down there. Whoa. Did you know that this whole time? I had no clue. And I fathered a child somehow. What have you been ramming into Cody's mom? That's my clit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to name this episode that. <laughs> and I didn't know that I could use it to ejaculate, but I, I created a child somewhere in there. It was and crazy. you have medically the best sperm. That's what they keep saying. What is going on? I'm so confused. <laughs> they keep on saying that. Now I'm going to send even, questions to that skinnywithmikeandadam.gmail.com. Even two hours afterwards. Yeah? 90%, baby. Whoa. And that's after it sits in traffic Whoa. on the 91. <laughs> Man, those are some lively sperms. I'm just, I got to say thank you to a lot of pretty ladies on the internet. <laughs> but I'm going to save that for another day. When you nut on yourself, like, can you feel them swimming? No, because I nut into a cup. Oh. Into your cup, right there. There it is. <laughs> With your brown water. Mm, that's a good frappuccino. <laughs> Very frothy. Luckily, I can't hear them. I can't hear them screaming and swimming. <laughs> That'd be really, really bad. Absolutely. But anyway, back I would on never topic. be able to nut again. Back on topic. <laughs> we really need you guys' help. So if you have any questions, comments, uh, life advice, or if you just want to say something nice or mean or constructive criticism, we'll take that too. Uh, contact us on, on on those avenues and help make us help make episode two fifty the best one ever. Make it great again. Mm. So, on to the sound off. Yes, I have a lot of albums. Okay. Yes, yes I go. have a lot of albums. <laughs> what albums have you been listening to, Adam? So, I totally forgot to say last week before you d- just cut off the podcast yes. before I was ready that I had been listening to the albums from one band, The Day Seeker. Day Seeker, cool. Yes, and they have two albums. I listened to Origin. They actually have three albums, but I don't know where that first one is. Oh, they do? Yes. Oh my. So sorry. Maybe we should listen to that. I have nope. no idea. But album number one, Origin from 2016. Kind of pretentious. It's but one really of those, good. Uh, shoegazing kind of hardcore bands. And he really has a lot of feelings. So many feelings. And the last song is all about his, you know, stillborn fetus, aborted fetus. I don't mm. know what it is. Miscarriage fetus. Yeah. Whew, man, that really like that that hits you because it's a good song. Yes. But I'm like. I don't want four and a half minutes of listening to a dead fetus, <laughs> you know, dead fetus, the album, right? But it's still pretty good. Okay. Seven out of 11, seven out of 11. That's it's not, good. it's, it's a lot better than silent planet. I know you compared it to yes, them. They have very similar styles. As I'd far say as he's, like, he's a little bit more like Sonny Moore almost meets Johnny Craig in a way. Hmm. He's a lot better of a singer than the guy from silent planet. Yes. Yeah. Well, that guy only screams. Well, this he does guy. like that scream talking kind of thing. He doesn't have like all the perfect range that Johnny Craig has, right. but he's in that same vein. He can, which he, is he can cool. roll with the best. Yeah. And that led us into this year's yes. Waking is Rising, Sleeping is Dating. <laughs> Sleeping is Dating, right? Very quick. Sinking is Dating. Sleeping is Dating. <laughs> right? <laughs> very quick turnaround for Dreaming is Sinking, Waking is Rising. Pretty good album you as well. You nailed it. <laughs> Now there's a part in the middle where there's a short track. Yes, that bleeds Hanging into by a thread. Yes, but it kind of bleeds into the next one. Desolate. So what I ended up doing was 
combining those two okay. into one song. Eleven songs now. But there's also another song that doesn't count in there. Yes. The intro. Dreaming is sinking. So it's technically out of ten. Okay. But this is a pretty damn good album. It's it's been it's been making the rounds and a lot of people have been really enjoying this. And yes. this is the album that people have been touting is like one of the best of the year. Right. So I yeah, I can't remember which songs I didn't like because they all look pretty good to me. But um <laughs> Car from Stone, definitely standout track. Okay. But I gave it an eight out of ten. Nice. So yeah, everybody everybody was right for once. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. The Dayseeker I think is going to do go do places. great things. It's gonna, they're gonna go places. Not in a mainstream sort of way, but Nothing like sound altering from album two to album three. But very refined. Refined perhaps. Very refined. But good singer, nonetheless. Yeah. Good band. I like this band a lot. And and, and, and like I'm I'm I need to go back and listen to it because I haven't listened to it in, in months. But uh, good stuff. So all time low. All time low. Album so, four out of seven. So let's talk about the mainstream garbage. That it is dirty work. Dirty work. Yes. And I'll just say right now, best album so far. Ooh. I you know me sometimes where the the mainstream ones grab me boy. more than the non mainstream ones. Yes. But this one they wrote some pretty good songs on. They wrote some bangers. And do, do you like this album? Okay. It's okay. Yeah. I feel like it's okay. I mean, w- when I look at an album that I give a 7 out of 12 to, <laughs> I'm like, that's not that great. Sure. But when it's all-time low, it's like a masterpiece. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Compared to them, their previous work. Look at them popping that champagne on that album art. Exactly. So, um, yeah. I like Guts and Forget About It. and I feel like Dancing is a terrible song. Um, <laughs> you ti- make me feel like dancing. Time Bomb is a good song. Under a Paper Moon, I felt was a good song. Mm-hmm. No Idea was great. That Girl. That oh, Girl. That's the that's the quintessential Mike describes this band. Mm, I haircuts. Like, I like that song a lot. <laughs> it's so <laughs> stupid and poppy, but... It gets it gets under my skin. I can see, yeah, it's, I can see what you're. I, I can see what you're going with. It's with the this Maroon one. Five yeah. all time low song, <laughs> but it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's it's that's definitely the push for the mainstream. Like we need to write a song for the radio. And that's that girl right there. And so apparently they started working on this album, and then everybody that was at Interscope got fired from Interscope. <laughs> oh, shit. And then they brought in all new people at Interscope, and this album kind of got buried for a little while. Mm. And so they were pretty much done with Don't Panic by the time Dirty Work came out. Okay. Because they'd already like moved on, and the album got pushed back. Yes, their, new al- their next album, Don't Panic, just a year later, too. and, and Back and to independent label, not hopeless. They got, they got dropped really quick. <laughs> well, they I think it was a mutual... It might have been just like, like because a this album was like top ten. There's no reason Interscope wouldn't have wanted to keep. Well, them. they might have been downsizing uh, the label. Right. Uh, that ha- that happened to thrice too, because uh, uh, they were on Island Records. But Isu got... was not. Was right, well, and they, but they were writing. Isu was no, don't panic, <laughs> or dirty work. <laughs> exactly kind of. right. <laughs> uh, but uh, they were writing uh, the Alchemy Index. <laughs> they were writing the Alchemy Index all four uh, all four uh, volumes under Island Records, and then that. There was like they were downsizing the record label because I think new management came in and they wanted to like just kind of they needed room for Gaslight yeah yeah they they needed to make room for Mariah Carey and Gaslight Anthem and things like that so they they pushed out Thursday and they pushed out yeah they were on Island yeah they pushed out Thursday they pushed out Thrice and other similar rock bands that weren't like making the big bucks Mm, Uh, but Island was nice enough to sell the record to Vagrant Records so that that's a good thing that album didn't get lost in the ether. So it makes me feel like they just did like a one album contract with Interscope. Which... Well, I'm sure the contract was for more albums, but I think that might because that happens all the time actually, with, especially with major labels where they just kind of see what's working and they just kind of look at their investments and be like, oh no, we don't need this band. Maybe they had to go they through too their, many haircuts. Go through their E Trade account <laughs> to buy it back. <laughs> we need to buy it back, perhaps. <laughs> so I'm really not feeling as positive about Don't Panic. Mm, okay, I've already listened to it a handful of times, and I'm like. It's not clicking. So very the much next at all. album, Future Hearts. Well, th- this week for... will be Don't Panic. Okay, but I'll get into Future Hearts next time. Okay, so Future Hearts. <laughs> they took a long break, and then they kind of made a big change. 
like yeah, wasn't that album twenty fourteen or fifteen? Fifteen. Wow. So they went from twenty twelve to twenty fifteen. Exactly. And that's where the change happens. That's where the change happens. <sighs> now, yeah. in your history with this band, I mean, you listened to. I literally listened to everything this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just this year. Okay. Yeah. You weren't following along. Nope, with it. not okay. at all. So I'm looking forward to it. But I'm only listening to it because our listener Brandon uh, really enjoys this band. It was in this top, a lot of the albums were in his top 100. And I was like, yeah. well, okay, I'll, give, I'll finally give this band a chance. Do it. Do it. So who else did I listen to, Mike? I don't know, Adam. Um, I finished Something Manchester new? Orchestra. I started Emmanuel. Oh, great. But I'll save them for next week. Okay. And I started Cinematic Sunrise for next oh, week. okay. I mean, that's only like seven tracks. Eight, eight, eight tracks. So I needed to get it out of the way finally because you've been talking about that band with me since 2008. And Correct. It's about, it's about time I listened to it. So many albums, Adam. Oh, God, I know I'm forgetting somebody. Well, we got Norma Jean. We got Fear Before the... Fear Before the... I'm not March there yet. I'm not there yet. Um, what, kind of al- what kind of album was it? Like a hardcore album? Or? I can't remember. It's been five days since I last Armor listened to Armor for Sleep? Them. Nope, not them yet. Oh, I started though. Too Close to Touch. Oh, okay. So that yes, will be for next be week as well. Wow, you listened to a lot this week. And But yeah, maybe that was it. I think I just had the three albums this week. Okay, cool. Well, then we got... That uh, makes sense. What are we doing for next week? I guess we've got to figure out what we're going to do for next week. Because we got one more episode, regular episode, and then we're going to do a big Q&A thingy. So please yeah. help us out with that. So today is 248. Yes. Next week is 249. Yes. The calm and then before the, the storm. Four weeks is two forty nine. Also, we can think of something. I had an interesting thought listening to old shit. Rick says episodes. Okay, where they talked about how women, you know, you know, they kind of compared women to bands. Oh, and it's like, do you want to be with? Rick did the analogy of you know, you, you know, when you first listen to Tool. When he first listened to Tool, he didn't like it, but he got to know it better over time. Oh. so it was like, do you want? A chick who's like Slayer, where you're into it right away, or a chick that you get into over time. Oh. So I was like, well, why don't we we could compare our women to to bands? Okay. <laughs> I have no me. idea how that'll work. All right. But well, well, it was we'll, just an idea. We'll brainstorm something, uh, but uh, we hope you guys will tune in for that week's episode. And it would uh, have to the band name would have to have the word red in it. Oh. Like it's just it has to happen. Vendetta Red. Red Fox. Chevelle seeing red. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's another album that I really. Oh, I should have put that on my guilty pleasures. Red, red wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my mom loves that song. <laughs> UB40. <laughs> uh, so thank you guys for tuning in to this week's uh, show. Please contact us in any way you steam fit, even if it's through Carrier Pigeon. We'll give you an address <laughs> later. Uh, but uh, as we say, every oh. single week on the skinny with Mike and Adam. I hope I never have to come up with any of these ever again. Are you are you are you done with this bit? Never. <laughs> it will never end. Adam, what do we say every week on the skinny with Mike and Adam? Will you make a mess if the sugar sprouts pubes? <laughs> I think that's my favorite one so far. <laughs> I, 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 that's what I say every week. <laughs> <laughs>